It's the Sportsbet Harness Podcast, the Inters edition and episode number two. Thanks for joining us as we podcast our way towards the Inters. This is Rod Basto and it gives me great pleasure to introduce members of the Sportsbet Trots team. Sitting on the pegs, which must be very uncomfortable, is Andrew DiOrio. Hi, Andrew. Yeah, Rocket. Great to be back again for another week. And about to fly off the arm, showing plenty of gate speed because... It's a beautiful thing, Rocket, as I'm told. Is. <laughs> gate speed is a beautiful thing. Matt Pedden. How are we? Uh, very well. Are you, Matt? Oh, good to be back again. Well, let's, let's get straight into looking at the trotters first up. And, uh, of course, the Bill Collins Trotters Mile is on at Melton on Saturday night, and that will be a big lead-up race to the Trotters into Dominion. And, gee, Andy Gath must be absolutely rubbing his hands together. Tornado Valley about to resume. He's trial well, um, and no doubt he's on his uh, into Dominion Trotters campaign, He's um, and he looks, he looks like he... Uh, might just take this one out on Saturday night. Perfectly drawn, uh, main dangers to his outside, and he'll he'll get his chance to to win first up. He does look hard to beat. He's actually unbeaten when leading in Australia, and from the draw, uh, he will likely just go straight to the front. So he's going to take a power of beating. Uh, however, he is first up. So um, while he has trialed, um, first up into a Group One's never easy, but um, he should go really well, I think. So he's 6.50 equal favourite with Speeding Spur to win the Inter-Dominion final. That's probably one worth uh, uh, keeping open on, on your uh, mobile phone as the race unfolds. If, if he was to lead all the way and win impressively first up, uh, worth taking the 6.50? I think so, because um, he'll only shorten up if he does win. I mean, we certainly don't think he'll be, uh, you know, we'll, we won't be pushing him out if, if he does, so... Um, definitely, if you like him now, I think uh, it's definitely worth taking uh, because his, his odds will only firm up. Now, surprisingly, Maori Law very well back to win the Inter-Dominion Trotters final. Only $8 to win that final uh, on that uh, next line of, of betting behind Speeding Spur and Tornado Valley. And yet drawn right alongside Tornado Valley in this race and $6.50 Saturday night. Yeah, for mine, it does show the value of being on the fence over a mile at Melton. You know, you get um, Tornado Valley likely to roll to the front, and, and should he do, um, Mary Law's going to have to do something pretty special, I think, to, to sit parked and beat him. Okay, anything else, Trotters? Yeah, well, just, just on a bit more about Mary Law. I mean, he's a, he's a six-year-old who's only had 19 starts, so he's very uh, very lightly raced compared to the rest of them. If you look at Tornado Tornado Valley, he's had 71 starts. So um, this race, he, I guess he's lacking a lot of experience and he might be better in 12 months' time, but um, he certainly will um, give a good shot. I noticed one that's trimmed right up in the uh, the futures market, uh, and that being um, Harriet of Mott. Yeah, he was an impressive winner um, at Addington last Friday. Um, Matt, you probably know more about New Zealand Harness than I do, but I, I thought he looked quite good. Yeah, she's always she... been a really, really good mare rocket. She's had some, some issues with her gait throughout her career. Um, Craig and Amy Edmonds look like they're on top of those now. Um, she's trotting really, really well. Uh, when she puts it together, she's, she's up there with the best that we've got in Australasia. Uh, Tim Williams seems to be getting along really well with her. So um, obviously there's a chance if John Dunn's driving again that John Dunn might be back aboard her come, come into Dominion. Um, but, but either way, the way she's trotting, she's going to be a massive, massive force. Yeah, and I, I did note that um, Harriet of Mott actually ran almost two and a half seconds faster 
then the um, open class paces went in the Canterbury Classic. So she um, she put the time on the board. She did, and and the, there'd definitely be upside with her as well. I think she'll keep improving as the campaign goes on. She's she's got things to uh, to aim at in New Zealand before she comes over here, but they're all stepping stones, and uh, she she'd probably be one of the top mares trotting-wise in Australasia, I think, at the moment. Okay. Well, as I say, uh, very well-backed and uh, and yet still $17 to win the Inter-Dominion Trotters final on December 15. Um, let's now look at the paces. And we see Chicago Bullers here in Victoria ready to rock and roll at Melton on Saturday night in the Victoria Cup. Yeah, he's uh, look on paper. You'd think draw three is probably ideal for him, but it can. It does look a little bit tricky. There's gate speed inside, gate speed outside. Two forty. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a difficult one because um, you know, when looking at the the race, the speed map is quite hard to predict. Um, MacDoro in five. Um, he may have the speed to cross um the mall, and and usually he does like to hand up. Um, if he doesn't cross, got to go Yahoo from the inside, also possesses some gate speed. Um, we'll be talking to Shane Tritton regarding uh, his runners later, but be interesting to note uh, the tactics from, from that horse um, and what they do. But it, there's, there's so many uh, different scenarios that could unfold. So betting on the race, um, Chicago Bull at 240, um, that seems to be about the market price. We've had a little bit of um, interest at, at the price, obviously because he is quite a well-known horse and uh, his record really speaks for himself, uh, speaks for itself. He's, um, I think he's only missed a place once um, in Australia in 50-odd starts, so he's an incredibly consist- uh, consistent horse. So he'll, he'll be in the finish for sure. And Matt, how's that uh, $101, 100 to 1 that is in the old terminology, Chicago Bull winning the Victoria Cup, New Zealand Cup, Inter-Dominion final treble going? It, it, I think it's trimmed up just a, a little. Yeah, I'm going to have to take out an AVO against you two soon. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I'm going to hear the end of it. Um, so far, we're, we're 100 to 1 rocket. Now into uh, in a twenty six dollars, so it's been very very well supported. Well, you're only standing it for half the national debt, so it could have been worse. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to get the newspaper out and get some look look through some job ads if um, if he gets up tomorrow off Saturday and and uh, backs up in the New Zealand Cup. I'll be a bit worried coming into the next uh, three months. So. Well, well, we'll have to have another special or specials after we speak to uh, Shane Tritton, who, as Andrew mentioned, has got three horses engaged in the Victoria Cup. <laughs> Well, we're joined by <laughs> Shane. We're joined by Shane Tritton, who has three of the contenders in the Victoria Cup at Melton on Saturday night, and they're on a pathway towards the Inter Dominion Pacing Championship, also to be run in Victoria with the final at Melton on December fifteenth. Thanks for joining us, Shane. Hey, mate, how are you going? Yeah, really well, thanks. Uh, you must be looking forward to having these three horses compete against Chicago Bull and and the and the uh, the other contenders on Saturday night. Yeah, look, um, it's definitely uh, exciting. They're three very different horses in probably def- different parts of their career, and um, you know it's it's good to you know where we've got you know Lauren's driving one, and the other two guys work for me as well. So it's a real you know stable you know um, 
you know, achievement to get these horses through. And, yeah, we're all pretty excited to, to get amongst it. It certainly is to, to have three runners in such a big race. And, of course, all three, as I mentioned, on their way towards the Inter-Dominion and uh, all considered uh, life chances in that race too. Is that right, all three heading that way? Yeah, definitely. You know, they, um, they're definitely all aiming towards Inter-Dominion. Um, this is kind of a stepping stone, but obviously a great race in its own right. But, um, you know, I think... These day and ages, you've got to aim for for a grand final, and you know these horses is probably is the Inter Dominion at this stage, and um, you know hopefully we can get through the weekend and get a good result, and and uh, you know we should be better again in a in a couple of months' time. Too hi, hi Shane. Hey mate, how you going? Good mate. Um, just uh, talking about some of your runners. So, um, got to go Yahoo. He's uh, drawn barrier one. We know he's uh, got some good gate speed. To actually, uh, you know, to use it from the from the inside, he's been driven with a sit of late. Um, what do you what do you th- um, what do you think would the tactics be um, with young Lockie Manselman on? Will he um, look to hold up if he can, or will you be looking to to maybe uh, take a sit? Oh, look, it's uh, obviously tactics are a hard thing to judge, and I'll have a conversation with the owners on race day to determine the fate. One thing I do know is that. You know, people probably don't know his gate speed as well because they look at his recent starts and see he's drawn tan and we're going back and sat him up and he's stormed home. But he is very quick off the arm. You know, he's led, he's probably won more races in front than he has from behind. And um, from barrier one, you know, it'll be it'll be foot to the floor for the first at least probably 300 metres to establish the front um, and, you know, hold out any horses that are looking to get across. And, and then he can, you know, make a decision from there. But, um, you know, the owners are very very um how would you say it experienced people in these races and you know they like to go down um go down fighting rather than go down unlucky so um at this stage uh, what i will say is the first 300 will be as fast as he can go and then from that point after that then you know it'll be a decision made uh, probably closer to the race than than now and uh young lucky manselman would this be his first drive at melton yeah it is um you know, he's full of confidence, the kid. He he come to us um, a few, oh, probably six months ago now, and um, you know we've we've let him sort of cruise into the metro racing and taken a few opportunities. And um, you know, he's full of confidence. He's a young kid, and um, you know, I don't think he's worried about the race. I think he's excited. And, you know, I think that's a that's a really strong position to be in as a young kid. He's fearless, and I think uh, you know, given any sort of luck at all, he'll. He'll make the most of his drive. G'day, Shane. How are you? Good, mate. Good. Good. Mate, um, away from the Victoria Cup into Dominion runners themselves, uh, God Spirit, we've opened him up in our uh, in our Chariots of Fire market. Yep. How good is this fella? Yeah, look, he, um, we knew he was good when we first got him. He came from a paddock and we worked him up. And from day one, we started fast work. He just felt like a machine. And um, the closer we got to the races, you know, he... You know, he'd be working times that other horses couldn't do and he'd be doing it on his on the bit and you know, we knew he was very good and um you know, we've we've obviously given him I think we've given him four starts now and to be honest he's had the handbrake on every time that people think we let him run. That's that's us not letting him run and um, you know, we made the tough call to say let's there's nothing wrong with the horse. We just said let's stop, give him a bit of a break, let him catch up to where he's where he's at and you know hopefully campaign towards the chariots of fire but um yeah someone asked me if, if you had to take one horse away from your stable to train and and that was it he'd be up there with the decision so you know he's it speaks volumes for how good we think he is that's a fair rap isn't it 
yeah, look, he's he's just got pure speed, you know, and it's it's very rare to have those horses. You know, a lot of horses need the right runs and the right this, and he's just a horse that if you line him up and flick him on the bum, he's he can go faster than just about any horse I've trained. And you know, if he can become a racehorse with that, then you know he'll he'll be one of the greats. And that was going to be my next question to you. We saw how how good Arms of an Angel was and how well she progressed um, through her time in your stable. How would this fella compare to him? Uh, compare to yeah, her. Look, yeah. Look, it. Um, I described him. Someone said to me, well, "You know, how do you rate him against all your horses?" And I said, "Well, to me, he's arms of an angel with a break at the moment. You know, and she she had explosive speed, but she didn't she didn't come back to you. It was always just she had to go as fast as she could for as long as she could, and um, you know that probably meant her career was a bit shorter than it needed to be, and she ended up hurting herself. But this bloke at the moment, we've spent the last three or four months teaching him not to go fast because he can already go fast and um you know that's why we're being patient and, and taking our time so um he's definitely up with her with with explosive speed if we can harness it then hopefully he'll uh, go further than she did and, and you're in the very fortunate position where you've also got two two really really good three-year-olds now uh muscle factory and uh and pete's big gym how how would those two rate against each other coming into into derby contention it's very hard because um we've we had two very strange uh two-year-old preps with them we they both come from a different trainer um they both had already had established campaigns and we kind of just patched them up and and kept them going for some of the big races it wasn't really what i would consider my training you know i think muscle factor we got there towards the end um, I got to train him the way I like, and we had a bit of a break before Queensland, and we got to see a bit of what he could do. Um, where Pete's big Jim, I think he possibly raced more than any two-year-old in Australia last year, and he went from two different countries and three different states. So, um, you know, to me, he's he's a horse that I don't think that we've seen the best of. I, I think he's been at 70 or 80% the whole campaign just through of how much he raced. So... Um, look, they're both from scratch now. They're both going to go right through, um, you know, towards the derbies. And, you know, I think they're both going to improve a lot. To, to which one's going to be better, I, I honestly don't know. But, um, you know, I just know that they should both be better than they were as a two-year-old. Well, you're in a very fortunate position. So best of luck in the uh, in the coming months. Yeah, too easy. Thanks, mate. And Shane, just finally, uh, looking at the the runners you've got in the back to the Victoria Cup and and moving on to the Inter Dominion, uh, the Victoria Cup one got to go. Yahoo six Franco Nelson eleven My Alpha Rock. Uh, would you suggest that one of those three horses might be better suited to the Victoria Cup, and yet whether it be the same or another of the three might be best suited to the Inter Dominion campaign? Yeah, look, it's 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 tricky one because, um, in my opinion, um, my Alpha Rock is a is a stayer. I think the Inter Dominion suits him down to the ground. He, he obviously needs barriers. Um, he's, he's more of a front runner, and you know it's, it's hard to win any type of these races from the back row. So, um, but he would com- he would progress through an Inter Dominion and get better with everyone. I would suggest um, Nelson's been there and done it. You know, he's I don't think an Inter Dominion. I think he's as good as at any distance in any race. So um, I think he's run fifth in an Inter-Dominion before and he was very unlucky. So, you know, I'm confident he's certainly good enough. Um, Yahoo's probably 12 months away 
from being his best. Now, I think he's good enough to win a Victoria Cup given, you know, he's drawn barrier one and the race might be sort of presented to him at some point, um, depending on how it's run. But um, he's probably still 12 months away from, from being, you know, at the same stage as the other two are. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he copes through this period, through a Victoria Cup and an Inter-Dominion. But, um, you know, he's a bit bit like the let it rides and that if you if you present them with the race then they're, they're certainly good enough to to take the step yes look i, I think we're all in agreement here that it's um terrific that the uh the inter-dominion has returned to that what we might consider to be the traditional format it's a real test of not only the horse but the trainer and certainly these three horses in particular have uh, have got the right trainer to maybe get the job done come uh 15th of december so look thanks for your time shane good on you Thanks, mate. No worries. Well, that was a very interesting interview with uh, Shane Tritton and uh, thank him for his time. And I guess at this time last week, we had that uh, wonderful idea for a special for Chicago Bull at 100 to 1. So I'm sure, we can, I'm sure <laughs> we can come up with something equally attractive this week for the Tritton runners in the Vic Cup. Yeah, if nothing more than uh, then we'll start again. Okay. I lost my chain of thought. All right. I, I'm I'm sure this week we can come up uh, with another special on the back of 100 to 1 Chicago Bull to win those three features. Uh, this time, of course, on the back of the Shane Tritton interview, uh, something that uh, incorporates the three Tritton runners. Yeah, we'll see what we can come up with. Um, there might be a little spoil there for the punters, intentionally or not. Um, <laughs> so keep an eye out on the website in the coming day or two. So that'll be whether whether it's got to go Yahoo, Franco Nelson, or my Alpha Rock. Any of them can win, and there'll there'll be a, a, a mega bet price up yeah. there. Yeah, we'll yeah. do that. All right, terrific. Uh, our race callers. Let's uh, let's go back to um, uh, honouring our race callers as we do each and every week uh, by way of recalling a wonderful uh, expression that one of them used in the past week. And, uh, Matt, you might like to kick us off. Yeah, we're off to the heart of the Riverina. Uh, <laughs> one of my favourite times of the week, Friday afternoon at Wagga, Alan Hull, um, the unfurling of the spinnaker. Oh, beautiful. Can you find something more poetic? Very good. And and would there be much beach near where where he calls? Or? Yeah, the Wagga Beach. Oh, OK. Yeah, there's, there's not a lot of waves, but a little bit of sand and a little bit of water, so... That's the uh, that's probably the only only location that the spinnaker is going to be unfurled in the Riverina. And Andrew, yeah, I'm I'm not sure if this segment's got too much legs to go, but um, <laughs> anyway, I've uh, I've come up with uh, Fred Hastings, a few of his, uh, one of them being inch by inch, and uh, I'm not sure if he's used this for a while, but Ding Dong Donnybrook Rocket, you'd probably know the uh, origins of that, but yes, uh, that's that's certainly a, a fight, a Donnybrook, yeah, and uh, actually it ties in nicely with uh, with my one because this week my vote goes to Craig Easy, the uh, the Country New South Wales caller, and I love it when he regularly comes out with a King Brown away, and if, for those that don't know, he's referring to a King Brown snake, which. The average length of is uh, 1.5 metres, which is about half the length of a horse. So that's what he's uh, suggesting is the margin, about 1.5 metres uh, if it's a King Brown away. But on the boxing theme, Andrew, did you know, Matt, that Craig once fought Jeff Fennick when he was an amateur boxer? I didn't. But no. 
I'll tell you what, I've seen Craig a couple of times when I've been out of the track in, in the Western Districts, and I don't think I'd want to fight him. <laughs> uh, well, he, he certainly did. He he did come off second best, I might say. Well, but, a lot of people uh, have to, Jeff, haven't they? <laughs> they certainly have. He's in good company there. So uh, Craig, Craig Easy got my vote this week. Best bets. And, uh, of course, we'll uh, have a, a mega bet where we'll combine these best bets. And, Andrew, what have you got for us this week? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with one we already talked about today, um, and that's in the Group 1, Tornado Valley. Um, I think at the current price, uh, around $1.50, I think it is. Yeah, one fifty five. One fifty five. Well, okay. Um, yeah, I think that's a, a backable price. So, uh, yeah, that's my best for this week. Okay, Matt? Yeah, I'm off to, uh, I'm going to keep in my New Zealand theme, I'm off okay. to Gore on Saturday. Gore on Saturday. Gore on Saturday. As you do. Race five, number one, B Max C Johnny Cox trains and drives. Um, it was he was quite unlucky last week at Timaru. Uh, gets gate one this week. He's he should posse up close enough and and with ordinary luck late, I think he's going to be far too quick for them. Okay, I, I think I've found one at Melton on Saturday night that will start a lot shorter than what it is at the moment. Uh, currently, sportsbet.com.au three dollars thirty. Drawn beautifully in gate two, uh, race number eight. Uh, it was fancied by a number of punters last week, but really the, the draw and the circumstances last week gave it no chance whatsoever. Macy Jade, uh, right in the thick of things this week from barrier two, Michael Stanley trains and drives. So that's my one for this week, race eight, number two, Macy Jade. Well, thanks for listening. And, uh, of course, we'll be back again for episode three next week when we talk all things ID18, the Inters, and, uh, and whatever big events are coming up in the lead-up to that great night on the 15th of December. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Rocket, and best of luck to everyone on the punt this weekend.